Hey everyone, welcome back. We're here in another episode of the Finance Flash Go podcast. This is episode number 135. For those of you keeping track out there, uh, we are going to talk about um, mortgages, uh, specifically cash out refinance. And before I get into the question of the day, I'll introduce myself as always. I'm Jordan Fry from The Prudent Plastic Surgeon. You can check me out on my blog, prudentplasticsurgeon.com. I'm also excited to be the host of this podcast, Finance Flash Go. Uh, and really love interacting with you guys. So thanks for joining for another episode. So cash out refinances, talking kind of broadly about real estate. Um, So let's get into our question. It's another multiple choice question. In the realm of real estate, cash out refinance can be used primarily to refinance your blank. Is it answer A, escrow holdback? Answer B, your mortgage? Answer C, your ground rent? Or answer D, your sale leaseback? So cash out refinance can be used primarily to refinance what? Is it A, your escrow holdback, basically your escrow account? Answer B, your mortgage? Answer C, your ground rent? Or answer D, your sale leaseback? So many of you will know that the answer is answer B, your mortgage, or essentially your mortgage loan. That's what uh, cash out refinances are used to refinance. So how does this work? Well, let's say you buy a house. I'm just going to use, you know, arbitrarily round numbers again. You buy a house. Let's even call this a a rental property. You buy a rental property for uh, $100,000 and you take out a loan worth 80% of that or or 75% of that, excuse me. Um, So $75,000 and you put a down payment of 25%, $25,000. So you have a mortgage of $75,000. But then let's say that over the next two years, that house appreciates $100,000. So now it's worth $200,000. Well, one thing you can do is you can refinance that mortgage. So basically, you're taking a mortgage out now of the equity of $200,000 rather than the initial $100,000 that you did at the start. And so the bank will usually give you a mortgage on 80% of the value of the new property minus the value of the land. That's that's sort of um, a little caveat is it's only of the property, not of the land. And they'll give you 80% of that as a new mortgage. So what that means is essentially that you also get to take back the amount of money that was initially your equity in that property based on what you initially put down and also the market appreciation or the forced appreciation that has occurred on that property. You take that money back and then essentially your property is financed based on this new mortgage. So that can sound kind of confusing, but it's really kind of a simple concept. You essentially take out the money that is your equity in the property plus the appreciation and you have a new mortgage on that property for whatever the market value of that house is. So you're basically exchanging a higher monthly payment for your mortgage because now you're paying for mortgage on a $200,000 property rather than on a $100,000 property, but you draw all of your cash or equity out of the property, which you can use for a number of things like buying another property, paying off debt, investing in another way. Um, So it can be a really powerful tool. The problem people get into is you cash out refinance of your primary residence in order to, say, buy another liability like a vacation home or a boat or 
something like that. Um, and, and that can be really problematic because you're just increasing your debt at that point. It's different if you're taking cash out of a investment property that is, um, you know, the rent of the tenants is covering the new mortgage amount as well. And then you are using that money that you cash out to buy another property. Yes, you are increasing your leverage, but your debt is being paid by your renters and you're buying another asset. So that can make it worthwhile to do. Um, but essentially that is what a cash out refinance is. It certainly has to be used carefully. It, it can seem too good to be true until you realize that you're, you're paying a higher loan amount and you're increasing your, your debt and your leverage, which can be a dangerous thing if it's not done um, expeditiously, if it's not done wisely. So it's something certainly to think about, but you have to consider all the variables as with anything. So thanks for joining me for another episode of the Finance Flash Go podcast. I will see you guys tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Finance Flash Go podcast. We plan to release a new episode every weekday answering important finance questions. If you ever want to submit a question to our podcast, send an email to financeflashgo at gmail.com. And please be sure to check out Jordan Fry's blog, prudentplasticsurgeon.com, where he gives great financial advice and tips. A brief disclaimer, while we are providing knowledge and awareness around financial topics in this show, we are not held responsible for any financial decisions you choose to make in response to the podcast. We hope to provide accurate information in regards to money and different methods of wealth creation, but it is always the learner's responsibility to do their due diligence before making important financial decisions.